Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Thursday. Holy crap, it's Thursday already. May 18th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is I Love Reese's Day. Okay, all right. Uh, I I do not love Reese's, but I know a lot of people that do. What My is wife wrong has, with you? is her favorite candy. I hate. Re- I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate. Um, <sighs> don't like Reese's. Don't like Reese's. I, I don't know. My wife does. That's her. That's her favorite candy. Is Reese's? But no, I am. I am not a Reese's fan. You don't even like Reese's pieces. No, no. Oh. I don't like chocolate. Nope. Can't do chocolate. It's. I don't know. Uh, chocolate's nasty to me. You're messed up. I love you, yeah. but you're messed up. I don't like it. I've, I've never liked uh, chocolate or candy and stuff. I remember as a little kid, that's why my mom loved taking me trick-or-treating, uh, because we'd get home, and I'd empty out my entire bucket of candy, uh, and I'd give her all my chocolate. I, I, I didn't want any of it. I, I didn't want to eat any of it. it is, even as a small kid, I didn't like chocolate or candy or anything like that. So are you okay with Skittles? No, I hate Skittles even worse than Reese's. Hey, give me Reese's over Skittles. Hate Skittles. Blah. Oh. No. I you know, I'm not a big fan of sugar, man. I don't I don't you know, I don't like sweet stuff usually. Uh not a not a big fan of, of sweet stuff. And that's all that's all Skittles is, is just straight uh straight sugar. Blah, can't do it. Don't like no, don't like Skittles at all. Bryce, we are seventy seven days away until the NFL. Seventy eight days until high school football. In 100 days, 100 days until college football is back. Yeah, and you got a little sneak peek of high school football uh, last Ooh, night. Uh, we did. We'll, ta- we'll talk about here later in the podcast. Uh, I knew, I knew this morning, Billy, we're getting close to NFL season because my TikTok is starting to fill up with fantasy football mock drafts. So that, oh, that's nice. when I know that, that that NFL football is right around the corner. When my when my TikTok is. Uh, it's fantasy football mock drafts. That's like, so for the next, I don't know, however many months that NFL runs, that's all my TikTok will be is just NFL fantasy football stuff because that's where I get, there's a lot of good information out there on TikTok for uh, for fantasy football lovers, man. There's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good guys that break down a lot, of, a lot of interesting stuff, try to find you sleepers and everything. So yeah, the closer we get to the NFL season starting, the more those fantasy football mock drafts just pop up everywhere. Last night, the Braves uh, were able to beat the Texas Rangers 6-5. to five. Eddie Rosario had two RBIs. Acuna, Albies, Riley, Arcia, all with an extra RBI there. Acuna with another bomb. I think that's four or five games in a row that he's hit a home run now. It, seem, it seems like every single game, uh, he hits home run right now. Like, he's just, he's just going off. And, and Acuna, I believe... Was it was it Sunday's game or Saturday's game? Uh, whichever I don't remember which one, 
but that was the first game all season that Acuna has struck out uh, three times this year in, in a single game. Uh, it was uh, it was Monday's game. It was Monday's game against the Rangers. He struck out three times. First time all year that's happened. His K percentage is down to like 24% or something insane this year that I saw. He is uh, he is having an, uh, an amazing season right now, hitting 345, 11 home runs, 27 RBIs. That's good for second in the major leagues in average, and that's tied for sixth in the major leagues in home runs. And right now he leads the majors in OPS. Well, got to love it. You, you got to love seeing what he's doing right now at the plate. He's obviously doing really well in the field as well. Uh, the Braves end their road trip, thankfully, because that road trip was awful. It, it, we played terrible. We played terrible baseball. Even though we won two of three from the Rangers, we got swept by, um, who did we get swept by? Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue Jays. We got swept by the Blue Jays, and then I swear to you, we we came really close to getting swept by the Rangers. I mean, yeah, it was. You're a thousand, dude. You hit the nail on the head right there. We played horrible baseball. Uh, whether it was, you know, games we couldn't hit, games we couldn't pitch. Uh, we forgot how to play defense on Sunday versus the Toronto Blue Jays last night. We almost gave it away. Uh, Spencer Strider did not look good last night. Didn't hit the. Uh, the location just wasn't there. The command just wasn't there for Spencer Strider last night. He, he did get away with a no decision, though, last night, which is, I, I guess it's good to see. But that was his lowest, uh, you know, the, you know, they have the game score that rates each game that each pitcher pitches. Right. That was his lowest game score of the year last night with a 43. Ooh. I mean, going going five innings, giving up six hits, four earned runs, and only striking out two, uh, giving up two bombs, walking three. Not great to see. And it's kind of... Uh, it was kind of weird to see Spencer Strider get pulled in the fifth inning, not because it was the fifth inning, but because Spencer Strider was only up to 88 pitchers. Like you haven't seen that this year at all. I mean, Spencer almost always gets pulled when he's at or around a hundred pitches, but he, he just didn't have it last night. ERA still below three, which is nice to see still four and one on the season. That's also nice to see. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely Spencer Strider's worst outing of the year last night. Uh, but the Braves do get lucky and come away with the win. Nice, nice little RBI knock by Arcia uh, there late in the game in the ninth inning. That that was that was huge. That was absolutely a huge for us last night. I, I, yeah. Holy crap! Was that a bomb? Yeah, I believe so. It was. It was only like 327 feet. I don't know if we. I don't know if we want to classify that home run as a bomb. Well, it was over the fence. <laughs> It was over the fence. I don't know if it was a bomb. That was all that that barely scooted over the fence. Uh, I think I think what I think it was three. It was three something. It was like three thirty seven, three forty seven, something like that. Uh, but that was that was huge. Getting that win last night in the rubber match against the Rangers. Coming home, uh, we got a uh, we got a long home streak. So or a long home stand. We got a, we got Seattle, Los Angeles, and Philly all at home. We, we got a. I know we have a lot of injuries in the rotation, but this home stand. We've got to get something a little positive going to wipe the bad taste out of our mouth of that uh, that road trip. Yeah, I think we're like one in, or excuse me, like two and five or two and six for our last seven games. It's or seven or eight games. It's ridiculous right now. So hopefully the Braves can get right and uh, and move forward and enjoy this homestand. We have the night off tonight, um, and then we begin with the Mariners on Friday at home. Another get right 
game happened last night, and that was Atlanta United, who beat the Colorado Rapids 4 0. Bryce, you got to watch this, right? So it, wow. They, they took care of business. Yeah, they did, man. It was exactly what the doctor ordered. You know, I didn't want to call it a must win game yesterday, but it was definitely a game that we needed to look good in. Um, you know, I kind of said yesterday that we were getting close to that, uh, that boring brand of soccer that we've seen played in Atlanta for a while. And they did everything right last night to completely, you know, wipe, wipe the past crappy performances that we've had over the past couple of months or past couple of weeks, completely wipe that from, from your brain. It was, it was great to see, uh, Yakamaki's did play. He got over his little hangnail that has kept him out for six months, apparently. Uh, he came in and what did he do? Oh, he scored. Uh, the game though, dude, it started off a little nervy. It started off a little nervy. I will, I will be honest with that, man. Tiago Almada completely missing absolutely everything on a penalty in about the 10th minute. Uh, after he did that, I just, you know, I'm, I'm an Atlanta fan born and bred. So I just put my head down and said, Oh, Oh, it's going to be one of those nights. That's where we're at. This is what's going to happen. Phenomenal. Tiago Almada couldn't even put a pin, a PK on goal. I thought that's where we were going to be at. I was completely wrong. Thank God we came back and won four to nothing. Dude, Tiago Almada's goal kick in the, I think it was like 29th, 30 minute. Uh, just absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. That guy, I, you know, I, I, we had a, we had our uh, friend group texting back and forth. Tiago Almada is auto freaking Matic from the spot. I mean, just an absolute wizard. It's an honor to actually get to see him play soccer with Atlanta United uh, with his direct free kick goal last night. Atlanta United's Tiago Almada became the 11th player and the youngest in MLS history to score at least three direct free kick goals in a single season. And he's done it. I don't know. We're 33% of the way through the season. Yep. He accomplished that, you know, a third of the way through the season. He still has two thirds of the uh, season left. Great to see that. Um, Yakimakis, like I said, he came in and scored. Luis Arujo, man. I think Arujo probably had definitely the greatest game of this season for him. It might be the greatest game he's had with Atlanta United last night. Very, very active. Still taking one too many touches. I'd like to see him maybe pass or shoot just a little bit earlier on in his sequencing once he gets the ball. But played really good last night. Had a beautiful goal. Played great in midfield. Good possession. But uh, I'd like to see him give up possession, shoot it, pass it, maybe just a little bit quicker. Uh, but he played he played great last night. Tyler Wolf got his first goal of his career versus Atlanta United. He's a homegrown player. It was a complete game. It was an absolute complete game last night. Defense looked very, very solid. Quentin Westberg, the goalkeeper, uh, he had two or three amazing saves. I mean, just fully laying out, fully diving saves. Uh, the stats last night, shots were 27 to 6 Atlanta. Shots on target were 10-3 Atlanta. Possession was 68-32 Atlanta. Key passes were 23-6 Atlanta. And expected goals were 3.85 to 0.29 in favor of Atlanta. A really, a really complete game from Atlanta United against a team that they should have done exactly what they did last night. Colorado Rapids are 12th in the West. And that is what you should do to lesser opponents. Great to see out of Atlanta United. Great to see Yakamaki's back. Uh, and awesome to see Atlanta United come off of uh, three or four games where they have really had poor form and put all of that in the rearview mirror, step on the gas, stay on the gas versus the Colorado Rapids. I hope this continues and we get to see them push forward and uh, continue this trend. We need that get, get back game, honestly. I mean, the, the way that they have been playing the past, I would say three, 
maybe four games has been just absolutely abysmal. And it's yes. it's one of those things that, you know, Yakimaki's finally got back and, and we're finally getting fit and healthy, which is going to be incredibly helpful moving into the rest of the, the MLS season. So hopefully we can get back to that. They look great last night. Let's make sure that we can do this consistently like we, we were at the very beginning of the season where we looked almost unbeatable, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, Gutman, Gutman will be back for the uh, Chicago Fire match this weekend. Caleb Wiley won't be. Uh, Caleb Wiley will still be out with the under-20 World Cup team. Um, and uh, Chicago's midfielder and designated player Gaston Jimenez will be suspended for Saturday's match against Atlanta United after picking, picking up his fifth yellow card last night. So one of Chicago Fire's designated players will be out this weekend, uh, and we're getting Gutman back from suspension. So there's no reason we shouldn't carry on the momentum from last night's game into Saturday night's game against the uh, Chicago Fire. Saturday at home, or is it on the road? I believe we are on the road. I think we are up in Chicago. It's an 8.30 start, I think. I think that is on the road. There it is. Yes, we are on the road. We're on the road. We're up in Chicago. Uh, 8.30 start versus the Fire. So are we going to have a uh, another TM5 United podcast in between the two? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we just get one a week. <laughs> I think they'll run down the uh, Colorado Rapids and the fire uh, games next week. Hopefully both of those will be wins. <laughs> Bryce last night, I got to go watch some Pats get smacked around. Yeah, man. man. It was awesome. So good. Now, now was it, did it, did it rain out there yeah. in Temple? That's, you know, it, it poured in Villarica. I didn't know that. We, so we were at practice at Winston. It didn't rain a drop. Really? It didn't rain at all. Not a single drop out there, Billy. We got, I saw, I saw, I saw your text. And then I saw some Facebook posts about the rain and temple. And I was like, oh, that's odd. And then when we got home, we were driving to our house. The, like the streets were flooded in Villarica. Like it poured yeah. out there. I was like, how did it not rain at Winston? I'll say this. <laughs> like last night, um, I got there probably about an hour before kickoff. And I'm out there on the field talking with coaches. And I was talking with Rick Dyer, the defensive coordinator at Temple. And the bottom just drops out. And I'm not, like, I'm talking with the coach. I'm not going to, like, run away from this rain at this point. Like, I'm not forget that. I'd run, I'd run away in a heartbeat. <laughs> absolutely. Right up to the press box. 100%. So, I, I mean, I just got absolutely soaked. And I'm, I'm standing there looking like a wet cat, man. And it was just awful. But um, <laughs> a wet cat, yeah, you said. A wet cat. Uh, yeah. You like that, that image? Yeah, interesting visualization um, there. But everything, like the <laughs> the uh, the the rain finished probably about maybe fifteen twenty minutes before, because um, the downpour happened for probably ten minutes, maybe fifteen minutes straight, and then it stopped, and then they had some more rain probably about fifteen twenty minutes before kickoff, and then it stopped again. So. Um, after the game started, it was it was a perfect night. Like there was nothing, nothing nice. left. So it was it was really really good. Um, Temple looked really good. Um, it's a different. It it very 
very much looks like, I was telling Casey to play this, it very much looks like Evan's offense back in Cedartown. Like, it's true wing tee. Um, they got a little sugar huddle going where, you know, the center runs up and then everyone runs up right behind them and then snaps and goes. And it's it's very, very okay. cool to watch. Um, they, they're moving, man. Belly, trap, everything. It's 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 awesome to watch. Um, nice. It was thirty-four to nothing at halftime. Temple. Um, wow. Yeah, I saw they reset the they scoreboard at halftime yeah. to let the JV play. Now, who was who was uh, Temple McNair. playing last night? Oh yes, yeah, that's cool. Where I don't even know I, where where's McNair from. I've never even heard of that school. I don't know, but they were. They were challenged. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've literally defense, never heard uh, of this. Defense school. looked good too. Huh. Um, they, they were basically clogging up the middle and, and played really good in the secondary. Um, had a couple picks, in the, especially in the back end of the first half. Um, looked good. Jackson Gribben and uh, the SQ kid were like jumping back and forth between um, um, before, between um, uh, we're back um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that offense kind of evolves the rest of the year uh, because it's it's completely different than the one that you watched last year with Cam Vaughn at the helm yeah, that's what I was about to say. That, that'll be that'll be a different look from Temple this year, especially with switching over from Cam Vaughn. And, you know, I feel like the Temple offense last year was sort of like, all right, Cam, uh, go out there and do something amazing. Like, just here's the football. Go do something uh, that only yep. Cam Vaughn can do. Um, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, kind of how they adapt and, and go into that uh, go into that offense they're going to be running this year. What are they looking like returning? And I know, I know we'll go very, very in-depth the closer we get – to high school football season what is just overall what's what's their what's what are they looking like bringing back Dude, they were, last year let's talking to rick dyer about that he said when we we came in year one they had like three players that had been played that had played any kind of significant snaps on defense he goes this year we've got like 15 to 18 <laughs> wow that's on great. defense alone that is so he's he's phenomenal. really excited about it and he you know Corey talked about it throughout the year with us with hometown sports he's like you know the people that he's most excited about is sophomores and juniors last year the sophomores and juniors are going to be juniors and seniors this year so he's going to have a lot coming back that are going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch with temple yeah i'm excited I, i'm I'll, I'll be i'll be really honest with you man I, i'm really excited about sort of sort of the vibe around temple high school and it's not necessarily just centered around the football team that's where it starts but i mean i mean that both the boys and the girls basketball team the soccer team this year that to the the temple baseball team was competitive the softball team's good i'm really interested to see where temple is in the next two to three years because it seems like there is a there is a very positive building vibe out there in temple and it, it, it starts with the football team it starts with coach Corey nix um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they can put together this year, man. I, I Last year, my surprise team in the area was Mount Zion. And if it weren't for all the injuries that Mount Zion yeah. suffered last year through football season, 
I think they I think they would have been insanely good, uh, very very talented. Um, and I, I'm I think I think Temple this year. A little preview for our uh, high school football breakdown that we will do. Um, I think Temple's going to be my surprise team in the area this year. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's going to be a surprise to the people in our area, but I think it might be a surprise how good Temple is to teams outside of our area that right. don't and intimately it's, know it's the program. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Temple won what best or most positive school? Most positive school, yeah, Which is awesome. Uh, it, and all, all they needed to do was go to a baseball game to see that Temple was the most positive school. I'm telling you, that Temple Tigers baseball team was the most fun team to watch play baseball this year. It didn't matter what the score was on the scoreboard. That dugout was hooping and hollering and chattering and singing and chanting the entire game. It was that Temple Tigers played baseball how I want young kids yeah. to think baseball is in their head. Like, that's what I want young kids to imitate is how the Temple Tigers had fun and played baseball this year. I agree. And so, but going back to the spring game last night, it was it was really good to see, man. Um, good to see Corey. Corey looked, you know, like he was in a pretty good mood. Um, Evan was focused. I, I got, like, one fist bump from him. Um, <laughs> walked past him a couple times. You know, I... I, I got a question. There's a rumor. There's a rumor going around West Georgia that Coach Evan Hochstetler, uh doesn't have the muscles in his face <laughs> that activate a smile. Um, I've never seen Coach Evan Hochstetler smile ever. Now I'm not saying he's, he's ever been rude to me. He's been very nice to me every single time I've ever met him. Uh, but I don't think I've ever seen Coach Evan Hochstetler smile. So there's rumors going around the West Georgia area that the muscles that activate a smile in your face, Coach Evan Hochstetler was born without those <laughs> I, muscles. I can't confirm nor deny that one. Oh. <laughs> well, that's great, man. I'm glad you got to go out there and see the Temple Tigers look good, too, not just on the you know football field and on the scoreboard. I love those new jerseys. I love the new helmets. Yeah. I think those new helmets and I got to hang out, out with. Um, I got to hang out with our pregame show. Sharp. Um, yeah. So that that'll oh, be nice. We'll we'll announce that a little bit later. But I was about to say, has no, that officially been announced? I don't think it's officially been announced. I was teasing it a little bit. But we got Kirk Street. I'm just gonna I'm, yeah. I'm gonna announce it right now. We got Kirk Kirk Street folks. coming down from from Tennessee, and then he's <laughs> gonna do game day, and then. Oh. Yep, we got Kirk Curb Street to sell out for hometown sports media. Uh, <laughs> Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in the NBA. The Heat beat the Celtics one twenty three to one sixteen. Miami leads the series now one to nothing in a game that, if you were a YouTube TV subscriber, you missed the ending to it because YouTube TV stopped working with four minutes left to go in a seven Miami point ball up. game and didn't return back to streaming. Miami had they were up by seven in hand. They had four, there was four. They were up by seven with four minutes left. I, I'm t- if, if I was a Miami or a Boston fan and my YouTube TV went out and that was the only way I was going to watch it, I would drive to wherever these corporate shills are and go punch <laughs> them right in the nose. I'd have been so furious. Now, that happened. That happened one time at an Ohio State football game. We had bad weather and our cable went out. And I feel so sorry for that young lady that answered the phone at AT&T because I went up and down her one side and back down the other side. I was furious. Uh, that was, I would have done the exact same thing last night. And that was just a regular season Ohio State game. This was an Eastern Conference Finals game. 
Uh, and then on the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight in the NBA, Lakers at Nuggets at 8.30. That is game two in the Western Conference Finals. Denver leads that one one to nothing. And in the NHL playoffs, the Panthers East Conference at Final the Canes right at there. 8 p.m. So let's, let's go. I'm excited for the, the Panthers. Yes. Oh, the NHL is already in the Conference Just- Finals? Wow. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. Awesome. Uh, and we might have a special NBA Finals uh, playoff preview podcast coming up oh. uh, whenever the NBA Finals start. There's there's rumors flying around TM5 that that might be a uh, okay a one off podcast that we do. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm running off of three and a half hours of sleep. Another I cup certainly coffee need brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. A judge rules that Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend must abide by the NDA, the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it, it was weird. Um, the the ex-girlfriend had the opportunity to provide factual specificity uh, for any of the claims that she made relating to Tiger Woods, uh, but she didn't do any of that. So this this was a really this was a really weird lawsuit against tiger woods it felt very hollow um the more the more i read about it the more articles i read about it it didn't seem like it was based in a lot of truth it seemed like a lot of grasping at straws so i'm glad that the i'm glad that the judge ruled that the girlfriend had to abide by the nda um a b uh, is tiger woods like the only person like there, there can only be a handful of people that would make their girlfriend sign an nda before dating yeah, right not even wife, just girlfriend too Yeah, yeah, Jeter, Jeter. I would assume probably Jordan, uh, Tiger. I'd assume there's probably like less than ten athletes out there that would make him sign in NDA before dating. That was a, uh, that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. Uh, but yeah, Herman was seeking, I think, Ooh. like thirty million dollars um, amid some yeah unspecified allegations and stuff. Uh, against Tiger Woods. So, hey, if you're going to swing, swing big, aim for the yeah. stars, and hey, if it lands, you get $30 million. Last night, uh, the Diamondback Zach Gallon accidentally kills a bird with his pregame throw. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is with the, the Diamondbacks? Because wasn't uh, Randy Johnson with the Diamondbacks when that happened too? He was indeed. He was indeed. Yeah. Uh, Randy's happened in the middle of a game. Um, Yeah, that was a that was um, that was pretty crazy. It was it it was it was also all because it happened one day before the anniversary of Randy Johnson pitching a perfect game for Arizona against the Atlanta Braves in 04. So that was kind of a a weird little bit of symmetry. You know, Randy Johnson's happened when he was on the mound is during a live game ball of bird flew over. This was uh, Zach Gallen was just out in the outfield just sort of warming up his arm, throwing back and forth in between the catcher and, and the pitcher. And uh, yeah, hit a bird. Pretty weird. I saw the video on Twitter. It was uh, one of the more odd things that happens in baseball. I think this is only like the third time I've ever seen a ball hit a bird in baseball. Uh, once was Randy Johnson. Another time, I think a batted ball hit a bird. I forget who the batter was. And then last night, yeah, Zach Gallon did it it hit a bird with a, uh, a bird. with a ball. <laughs> Was that was that who it was? <laughs> yeah, you don't remember it that. Was. It was in Major League Two. No, I don't. After Pedro Serrano goes all like, 
You know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't know Major League Two as as well as I do Major League One. I've seen I've seen Major League One probably five or six times. I think I've only seen yeah, Major, Major League, League two, two once or twice. Pedro Serrano hit a fly ball, hit a bird, and went like chasing after the bird in the movie. Pick it up and it gets tacked out. It was <laughs> I don't of, remember it was that at stupid all. Stupid because it was a bit, but whatever. Uh, the Raiders. Uh, Devonte Adams says the All Pro nod quote. Proved that I am me, unquote. Yeah, he went on some weird rant yesterday on Instagram Live about how making the all-pro team outside of having Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback proved that a quarterback doesn't make who Devontae Adams is. He makes who Devontae Adams is. Uh, He's consistently at that level. Um yeah, essentially, essentially, this this headline should say you can erase all the numbers and you can just write in he didn't need Aaron Rodgers to be an All Pro. It was it was a weird rant. I don't think anybody, I, I don't think anybody in their right mind thought Devonte Adams was as good as Devonte Adams was because of Aaron Rodgers. I, I think that elevated Devonte Adams, but I, he's still a top ten wide receiver in the NFL with or without Aaron Rodgers. So it was a, it was a very it was a very odd rant. I think I think it was somebody that might have a a, a little bit of a, um, I don't know, ego His ego disorder. Here. So, yeah, it was it was an odd rant. I'm, that's very true. That's Price very true. He's the that you he and I were excited about yesterday. EA Sports is letting uh, football bowl s FPS FPS players. So it's football bowl subdivision. That's right. Uh, players football opt into the 2024 video game. Billy. Billy, I'm so happy right now. I can't feel my arms. I'm so happy right now. I can't feel my arms, Billy. I cannot wait until this game comes out. Uh, Billy, I'm taking an entire week off of work with this game. I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't put into words how excited I am for this game to come out. I really can't. I, I am. I am so stoked. When EA Sports came out, um, a couple of, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago. EA Sports came out and confirmed that they were making an, uh, an NCAA football game. I I could not hold my excitement in. I wanted to run around my neighborhood in just my underwear, yelling and screaming. I was so excited. Um, so it, it was supposed to come out this year. They delayed it till next year. You know what? It's probably the video game itself is probably going to suck mechanics wise. It's probably going to be just like Madden. I don't care. Uh, it, it is what it is. I don't I don't care. Um, I'm so excited for this game. I hope everybody opts into it. I hope we get as much realism as we possibly can. The first game back might be a little rough. Uh, might be a little shaky, but I can't wait, dude. I, I hope I hope they bring back the Heisman mode. I hope they bring back online dynasty. They don't really need to do anything with the 2014 version of NCAA other than update the rosters and update the graphics. The, the gameplay and everything from 2014 was pretty solid. Just take that game, port it into the next gen graphics and everything, and give us a uh, give us a new um, NCAA game. Too. I'm so hyped for this. The problem is I'm I'm gonna have to go out and buy a PlayStation Five before the next. Um, before that game comes out just so I can actually get to play it. Yes. Yep, yep. It'll only be on next-gen consoles. It'll only be on PlayStation 5 and whatever the new uh, Xbox series or whatever the new God, Xbox is. They haven't said gonna, if it's going to be on PC yet, though. You've um, never be able to get away from it. No, I probably honestly I pro- I usually don't buy my sports games on PC. I usually buy my sports games on console. Um 
Uh, I buy my shooters on PC, but if it if it's on console, I, I think we'll still probably go out and get a PS5 and get it on console, or we might get it on console and and PC. That way, I can you know play the play the kids on it if it's cross cross platform. But yeah, NCAA coming back, dude. I think TM5 will probably have an dude, online uh, online video game for that. Oh yeah, I think dude. TM5 will have an uh, online dynasty for that video that. game that comes Casey out. Casey Bass is already talking yeah, smack. It'll be fun. Can't wait. Listen, dude, Casey, you want to hop on these sticks, baby. I still play NCAA 14. So if the game mechanics or anything like NCAA 14, you're about to get runt up, baby. All right. I still play Finally, NCAA today, 14. today in 1933, the first Major League Baseball All-Star game was announced for July 6th at Comiskey Park to be played as part of the Chicago World's Fair. Fans were able to pick the players. That's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't know go. the All-Star game started in, in 1933. I didn't uh, a long time ago, yep. but baseball was played for a very long time without the All-Star. Game. Anything else for us? I didn't uh, I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Thursday. What are we looking at weather wise, man? I feel like the for the past week and a half, yeah, we've gotten rain almost every some, single day. Is you know, it the same case today? Afternoon thunder boomers uh, and then uh, see how it works out. Uh, Gavin's supposed to have a big tournament this weekend. Carrollton, and it's showing right now 60% chance of rain on Saturday. So. Uh, I don't, I don't, we're supposed to have playoffs this weekend, but like if, if the electricity doesn't get fixed at Winston and the rain you, keeps going, I've, you've got to tell everybody until what next weekend. It's, uh, <laughs> happened yesterday at Winston or the day before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was Wednesday. Um, a, a lightning struck struck the Winston baseball field somewhere. I don't know what happened. I don't know what what it hit, but it it knocked out all the electricity at the uh, at the Winston Park. Just the lower fields and the lower fields is what they mainly use for all the playoffs and everything. Uh, so the lower fields right now have no electricity because of a lightning strike from a storm that blew through on Wednesday. Um, pushed back all the all the game or uh, pushed back right. all the games. Um, or excuse me, the Tuesday Tuesday the uh, the lightning hit. Push back uh, all the all the Tuesday games couldn't be played because of rain Tuesday night. They pushed those back to Thursday. Well, I don't even know if we're going to get the Thursday games in tonight because of A, the rain, and B, I don't know if the electricity is going to be fixed by then. But yeah, lightning lightning hit the Winston ball fields and knocked out the electricity for the lower fields. That's what a freak accident, man. I, that's 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 crazy. Um, that, that Tuesday storm out in Villarica wasn't... I don't remember it being bad. I remember there being a lot of rain, but all right, that's it for it out. Yeah, our Thursday crazy. edition of Morning Five. For Bryce Sparling, I am Billy Lindahl. Have a great day, everybody. We will talk to you all tomorrow, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!